If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. What's up, everyone, and welcome to another special episode of IndiePod, where we get to talk to the people behind some of our favorite indie games. Today, we have Niels and Eskar, the developers behind the upcoming title known as Rhythmos. Thanks for joining. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah. I'm glad you could make it because I'm a fan of puzzle games and I'm a fan of music. I mean, in general, but also like more music based, like rhythm games, which as I was looking more into it, I was like, well, it's not as much of that, but I do like this mashup of puzzle games creating music. It's an interesting concept that I don't think I really see a lot. Um, but that being said, before we actually get into the game, I always like to start this off with just getting to know the people behind the games. Cause I don't think a lot of people really talk about that. Um, so Let's start with Niels, and then we'll go to Eskar. Um, Niels, tell me a little bit about yourself and kind of how you got into game creation in the first place. Yeah. Um, I, I actually have a, a music and sound design background. Um, gotcha. And um, I've had a record label for actually almost 20 years now. Wow. <clears throat> okay. And uh, then I sort of just got an interest in in uh, in game audio and games and and studied it on uh, in the university and and stuff like that mainly uh, interactive audio for all sorts of interactive stuff uh-huh. um and then somehow i landed my first game audio project <laughs> started working on some some computer games what was that uh, that was Plato, Plato Touch. That was the the first game I I worked on. All right, very cool. What um what was the thing that kind of inspired you to go from you know this this music career and having this this label, but then saying you know what, I actually want to go to school. I want to learn more about this interactive experience type thing and and work on games. I think I did. Uh, I started doing a lot of. Uh, programming with max msp and and something like that that's visual programming nerdy yeah stuff and um did did a lot of uh um homemade uh, digital music instruments and and stuff like that and just got an interest in this programming doing interactive stuff uh, uh-huh. and then games were sort of a it just opened up so many interesting issues and problems and funny things you can solve and stuff like that so without it was very uh, natural uh, next step somehow yeah uh, yeah first step was uh, was actually to get into the business that also took took some time yeah i'm sure well yeah what was that experience like because you kind of glossed over that you just said somehow i found my way into it right like what was that process like for you uh, I mean, I, I actually did a lot of work to get into it. Also, just started networking sure. lot and and going to conferences and writing about it and all sorts of stuff. Um, reading about it and sketching a bit and all sorts of things. And uh, I can't actually remember how I exactly landed it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a blur. <laughs> Coincidence somehow. 
but I, <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. It was probably a, a, a tough experience for you and you've blocked it out of your memory. <laughs> I get it. Yes. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, Esker, tell me a little bit about yourself. How did you get into the business? Yeah. So uh, I've been, when I grew up, I thought I, I wanted to become a graphic designer just like my dad is. So I, here in Denmark, we have uh, a school is called the School of Graphic Design. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I joined that, but they had a course called Interactive Media. And somehow that appealed a little bit more to me, and I did that instead. And then during that course, I sort of like started learning programming and became more and more interested in this, like the interactive parts of uh, design. Right. And gravitated more and more towards that. And then I can actually remember how I got into the business because during all this time, I was also like playing a lot of music and I, through a band that I have and we were playing shows and released uh, records on uh, Nils's uh, record label, actually. So me and Nils, we go uh, way back. We go like we've know, known each other for more than 20 years now. Wow. And that's cool. <laughs> yeah. The reason why we know each other is because Nelsi had the record label and he put out our uh, records <laughs> back <laughs> in the days. <laughs> and and uh, one, like, uh, during my time at the school, I needed to get an internship and I hadn't figured anything out at all. And it was like the date was getting close. I needed to find some, uh, something. And then I got contacted by this uh, game studio that I didn't know anything about and I didn't really know anything about making games. But they wanted to use uh, my music for their game. Oh, cool. And then I was like, yes, you can use the music if I get an internship. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it started for me. Wow. I like the bargaining. It's very <laughs> nice. That's, But that's awesome. So you guys have been working together for a long time, it seems like. Floppy Club is your, your studio. That's the, the team for both of you. Are there other members or is it just the two of you? There are other members. We are we're sort of the, the main okay. main guys. Um, but we also have a, we have a, a graphic designer on the project, also mm-hmm. called uh, called Nils. Oh, that's confusing. <laughs> uh, and then we have a, a tech artist, a visual tech artist called Casper, uh, okay. who joined us half a year ago or something. Yeah. Uh, and then we are starting to uh, to fill up with a, a couple of extra people also helping us with porting and testing and uh, social media stuff. And- yeah, yeah, the marketing side. I yeah. get it. So uh, it sounds like, you know, you mentioned you're the two main guys. It sounds like you're probably the two that created this from the get-go, right? And had this idea of creating a game like Ritmos. Uh, tell me... How did you two come together and say, like, you've known each other? How did you say, why don't we work on a game together? I think we we sort of had a uh, we we had both been working in in other companies and mm-hmm. both had sort of a like a need to do something new, or we had a like a small hole and it just suited very well, and we wanted to do funny projects, so we actually yeah. started on a and another game together, just a small, quick game. Yeah, um, we, we, we did a, a very small uh, mobile game called Sausage Swing Club. And hmm. uh, we did that, and it was all right. But then 
we had to figure out what what to do next and it seemed logical for the two of us to do something with music and sound because yeah our shared background yeah that that was going to be one of my my questions but you guys already mentioned it i was like you've got to have some kind of musical background to to do something like this yeah yeah it's it's i had a prototype for this game uh, laying around for a long time and i've been trying to make it in many different versions this game and uh and it was only when when i met Nils and we started to doing do it a little bit more like uh, what's called like more structured work yeah yeah we, we sort of like found the and it wasn't immediately either like we had a few prototypes that were not very good actually <laughs> i saw recently on on twitter you just posted an image of uh, a very early build yeah. of what ripmos was before and it it does look vastly different <laughs> yeah, exactly enormously different <laughs> but you can kind of still see elements of that game so for the the people listening uh the the post had you basically creating taking pieces and kind of like building out a map for uh the these arrows or these objects to kind of bounce along which i think kind of makes sense like it has the same feel for the game i know we haven't you know dived into it yet but you could definitely tell those underlying pieces are in there um i think i think it's interesting just looking at what something how many iterations it takes for something to really flesh out into what we know today as the final product like most people don't realize how a lot of developers when they're working on something it might take them a year before it really even or even longer before it really becomes anything close to what the people would end up buying yeah. later and in, into it yeah i think for this game uh, the like the main idea of the game is just that you should somehow be able to make music like music has all these uh, structures in it that works well for making puzzles out of it or at least that's that's what I had in my my mind when when I started prototyping it. Like somehow you could uh, transform these rules and structures and music into puzzle uh, challenges. Yeah. Uh, and it took a long time to find like a way where that didn't felt like essentially like a chore. <laughs> <laughs> felt fun, I guess. It's the right. Word. Yeah, yeah. You gotta you gotta find the balance. You gotta find a little bit of the the it's work in the meaning of like, it's a puzzle. So there's a task to do, but it's gotta be fun. Um, talking about the game, let's, let's just dive into it. Um, because I want to get your elevator pitch. I love asking this of just like, how would you describe it to someone who had never heard of this game before? Like with most is a, it's a music based puzzle game. In the beginning of the game, the, the universe sort of, uh, explodes and um, different musical genres and instruments and worlds and and traditions are, are like spread all over the world and uh, and then it's sort of your job to travel from galaxy to, to, to galaxy and and somehow reconnect all these um, uh, different planets and then you travel to different um, to, to different galaxies and then you go into planets and these planets are are the puzzles and then each puzzle has uh, six sides it's small cubes that represents these puzzles or planets uh, and then you solve the then you have to make a small loop 
on each side of the planet. Uh, uh-huh. And when you create a loop, uh, you, you start hitting these sound emitters on each side. And then by creating a loop, you, you play this small musical loop. And then you go to the next puzzle on the next side of the, the planet. And then you solve that, make a small loop, add a small loop on top of the uh, previous musical loop. And then the, in the end, you have six loops playing on top of them. Yeah. And that creates essentially somewhat of a song for that planet, correct? Yeah. That was a really hopeless uh, explanation. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think the basic structure is each one of these planets has those six puzzles and it creates uh, essentially a, a fully fledged, I don't know, full fledged is the, the right way to do it, but kind of like a, a, a musical song based on all of those six notes that were created on the sides. Am I correct in that? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think it's super cool. I, I definitely want to dive with the the more obvious question of just like, how did this get started? Right? Because I, I think this is an interesting idea of, you know, not only creating the music and puzzle game aspect, but also then layering it on top of each other where it is that song combined based on the pieces. How did that come about? What was the inspiration behind this? Yeah, I think I, I touched uh, on it a little bit before, but it is like sort of like trying to explore the rules of music and making them into puzzle rules. And, Interesting. and essentially like, once we started working with it, it become became more of a like make puzzles that can can generate music. Or, right. So so your music like oh sorry your puzzle solution they uh, uh, emit music somehow, and uh, and you you see many music based games they are like you have to react to the music like Guitar Hero you have to press the button at the correct time. Right. This game, you're actually generating music by the like that, like how you play the game, generates mm-hmm. different kinds of music. So the music is like the effect of your actions, you would say. Yeah, yeah. And is there is there an amount of like, because I assume no, um, but is there an amount of you need to know anything about you know music rules or structure to to understand like, am I doing the puzzle correctly? You don't need to know anything about music. That's another uh, big part of like what we want to achieve with this game is like we want to, when you know how to make music and how to create music, uh, there's like it's like a really nice and cool thing that like the skill of creating music is just very nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a nice place to be when you you make some music that that you think is good and like it it it's uh, exhilarating. And and we we would try to like bring that experience to the players of our game, so they don't need to know anything about music. But <laughs> the aim is to try and like convey that experience uh, through. Right. Uh, so you actually like you assemble these uh, music tracks, but we do a lot of stuff behind the scenes to uh, quantize all the notes and put them into uh, nice scales and. We select the instruments, so it will never sound bad, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> well, that sounds great. I, I love the idea of giving people who aren't musically inclined the ability to feel or experience that feeling of, oh, I'm creating something, right? It gives you this, this element of um, 
having having the creative sparks or that that just that passion that feeling of accomplishment because you created this even though they technically didn't but it still seems like it because you're building that puzzle which then creates the song that they get as that like little treat for finishing it right yeah exactly one thing that we didn't mention actually is is a it's also not entirely finished yet we're still prototyping hardcore on it right now Mm -hmm. but uh, but whenever you solve a planet, <clears throat> like a full planet, where you have solved all six sides, you get a small reward, and that reward is a is a musical, small musical instrument or effect or something like that. Yeah, where you can, where you can jam along with the music on the planet afterwards. So yeah, I wanted to I wanted to dive a little bit deeper into the, that as well because I I noticed that on your your Steam page. I'm interested to hear how. And obviously, uh, you know, things could change because you're not uh, at the 1.0 release of this game. But how complex or how in-depth is that kind of extra layer going to be? Is this something where a person who has no, um, you know, no real musical background is going to be able to play with this and kind of pick it up easily? Is this something that's more for maybe people who understand musical concepts better? Like what what are you aiming for? It's it's definitely for um, it's actually for both in some way uh, like everybody can play it and we mm-hmm. also quantize a lot of stuff and it's it's forced to different scales and and stuff so you you can't do anything that sounds bad somehow but it but I the, the longer you get into it it gets a little bit more complex so if you have musical background you can still do fun stuff and you can also explore. Uh, a lot of musical scales that you have for sure not been using before. I've I've actually had like doing the music for the game. Um, I've actually learned a lot myself uh, wow. about different musical scales from all over the world because a lot of the like the different planets and galaxies are, for instance, Indonesian gamelan musical scales or Ethiopian jazz music scales or. Japanese scales or like all sorts of different scales that that I've I've personally not been using myself before. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you can like actually play with these different scales and hear how they sound. And I think for for like I I don't know any musicians that have played all these scales. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, it's a learning experience for everyone. Then it seems like. Um, what was the what was the reasoning or like the inspiration for picking some of those? Um, different styles those genres or different uh scales that you were talking about right because it seemingly through your steam page there were a number of listed ones that were kind of you know sprinkled all throughout uh the world what was your reasoning for certain ones being picked uh or just you know not sticking to one theme right you know like some people might stick to just like oh we're just doing uh, you know, whatever it might be, classical music or some type of like eight bit music, but obviously that's a little bit different. But you know what I'm getting at, right? Yeah, I mean the the hope is that in the end, <clears throat> people can start doing mashups of of music from all over the world <laughs> somehow, like combining electronic music from Germany from the 70s with Japanese new age music and Indonesian gamelan music and stuff like that and just trying to combine everything so the um, it's actually like it's a mix of a lot of different things but uh but the different like it's it's chosen based on like what instruments could be interesting and uh, what could like different genres that 
like the majority of people, like most people might not have heard about like Japanese environmental music or gamelan music and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, but, I haven't heard about it, so it sounds... <laughs> so it's 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 about uh, teaching or teaching is perhaps a bad word, but more like inspiring people to to try to listen to yeah other music than they normally do. That's that's probably the the main purpose of this. Yeah. Also, also we wanted the players to feel like they are like a little bit on an exploration. They go mm. go from one solar system to another solar system and uh, in each of these systems there are different sort kinds of music and right and exploring that music is like sort of like part of the game that you get to know this music so i think if we chosen more like in quotes normal music <laughs> it would have been it would it would have felt more like a like exploring stuff you know is not yeah so, just listening to a radio yeah, in like so your hometown we wanted to get the players to places that they didn't really know and uh, like could appreciate as much as we do that makes sense yeah i love it um let's talk a little bit about the actual puzzles uh because uh, i think it's super cool all of the different elements of the music all the different layers that you're putting in here when it comes to the actual gameplay itself what exactly do puzzle mechanics look like, right? What is the player actively trying to do? Yeah. Um, you, uh, the main, or the thing that you, you have to do when, in each puzzle is to connect a path. So you have like a starting point and you can swipe in different directions and you make like a little path in that direction and you have to get back to where you started. Mm -hmm. Like That's the, like the, the basic challenge of the game. Uh, and uh, uh, the like the level itself is sort of like a little maze so you have to find uh, you you when you swipe or like drag in the direction you you go to the extent of the, the, the like the maze length so to say so like you you keep going until you hit something so that you gotcha. can't go any further and then you have to choose your direction after that so that's very simple uh, but then we spice it up uh, like first of all it's it's in mazes so you have to like figure out the correct path and then we have all these mechanics like we have um... maybe one important issue that uh placed like a, uh, x amount of sound emitters somewhere uh -huh. in, in this maze and you have to catch all of them so in some mazes there's there's like two sound emitters and in others there are five and then if you only catch if you don't catch all of them, you you don't get gold points. You only get silver. Yeah. <laughs> and if you oh. sort of make the, the path so you catch all of them, you get the you get gold. Yeah, yeah. So interesting. So and and you know when you're thinking about one puzzle in the grand scheme of it is a planet and you have to do those six sides, is the song going to be slightly? Uh, you know, weaker, I guess, uh, for lack of a better term, because you didn't get that gold point uh, rating and get all of the sound emitters for the song then? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Okay, cool. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Um, okay, that makes sense. Um, let's talk about how many planets there are. I know, you know, obviously you're not fully fleshed out when it comes to everything in the game but how how much content are we thinking is going to be included in this release you know like uh how many different worlds are we traveling to 
we are aiming at uh, three hours of uh, gameplay, so it's like uh, as like a small night. I think it's pretty like fleshed out indie title uh, where where you you have you. How many planets do we have, have right now? Like we have seven sun systems and twenty one planets so far. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, and when you say sun system, is that more of like a region? Yes. Yeah. A, a sun system is more like uh, we also refer to it as like similar to a record label or something like that. So that's that's for instance one called uh, Sarah Sun. That is uh, an Ethiopian jazz in music inspired. Uh, uh, sun system where where okay. it contains three planets that all all have music that is inspired from from uh, Ethiopian jazz music from the sixties and seventies. Gotcha, gotcha. So I think so. That's kind of like your galaxy, if you will. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Very cool. All right. Um, my next question really is just about the the whole theme of this. And you kind of mentioned it before that the starting of the game is that the world kind of explodes and you're kind of putting the pieces back together. Like what's what's the story here? Like who who are you in the context of this game and and what's really going on like when you complete it, right? Is it more of like a very loose story when it just comes to the world exploded and you're just putting them back together? Is there a deeper uh, lore to this? Like what exactly is going on in the game yeah, i think it's 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 on the loose side the story yeah yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> it's a but uh, it's it's it is essentially that you like when the game starts you see the whole world kind of exploding and uh, uh, going into like many different fragments and you have to like go through them and uh, one by one assemble them again to like bring order to to the world and uh, and by doing this, you you also explore these different worlds where there's different sorts of music in them. Gotcha, gotcha. You also okay. you also like you're also slowly learning more and more throughout the game. Uh, so and and you get more and more instruments and more and more effects and different things. So by the end of the game, you will be able to jam with like a lot of different instruments and effects and and do much more than you could in the beginning. So, yeah. and we can't reveal completely what happens in the end, but um, okay. But in the end, you you will be able to to jam along with all the the planets you have already played on. In oh, very cool! More all right, fun way. I'm excited to hear about that. Um, one thing that I do have is as a few final like wrap up questions. Um, I wanted to talk about because you're creating such cool music because these worlds are going to end up. Uh, creating this song and you can play on top of them and you can add these modifiers or these scales. Um, is there a way at the end of, you know, making this cool song, this looping song to be like, I really like this. I want to, I want to have a version of this. I want to be able to listen to this when I'm not in the game. Right. Is there like a download function that you're considering? We, we are considering a lot of sharing functions uh, for the game. It would be cool to sort of like, we hope that people get so good at uh, playing along. We this mode that Nils talked about earlier, where you can play on top of the music. We we call it the jam mode, and uh, we really hope that people get so good at it that they like really want to record themselves and uh, like they get good at the playing the, the mm -hmm. stuff. 
uh, but we are still exploring ways to wrap wrap it up right okay so some considerations but it's more of a we'll see what happens yeah (laughs) okay um and then just in general because i think this is a good uh jumping point how's development going uh you know i see on your steam page that you're shooting for 2022 does that still feel reasonable are you still confident you're going to hit the mark how how is the team feeling right now i guess we have to (laughs) (laughs) you have to okay yeah we're actually more or less uh, keeping our deadline so um um so i'm pretty confident we will we will yeah, actually yeah. actually make it we are, in, we're in a good in situation where we have been funded uh and uh, uh and so we it's just work from now we also have like it the game is now on our side puzzle complete we still need to test it a lot but um so i think we'll make it <laughs> I love the confidence that is coming from both of you. Of course, there's a lot of unknown issues. Yeah, we're gonna release it for Nintendo Switch also, and and oh, very cool, different platforms. So it's there. There are of course a lot of of issues there. That right, right. Okay, that makes sense. Um, so. It sounds like you're, uh, even though <laughs> you may not sound as confident on this uh, this podcast, it sounds like you're in a good spot, though. Um, and I understand the the reserve because there's a lot of, you know, putting a, a deadline. And sometimes if something does come up, you never know what's out there until it shows its uh, ugly head. Um, but I'm glad to hear that, you know, at least the most of the the, you know, conceptualization of it is good and now it's just tweaking and you know banging those things out um i always like to wrap these shows up though at the end with just some general advice um so i'm sure you know you two have both learned a lot of things along the way and now working on this game so from any perspective really whether it's from you know the the music side whether it's from the game side um people who are coming in to this space this indie dev space What's some advice that maybe you would have given yourself, uh, you know, five, 10 years ago that would have helped you out today? I think finish your stuff before starting something else. I'm <laughs> extremely bad at that myself, but I think uh, make small games and make a lot of small games and uh, like don't overscope. Uh, make them so small that you can actually finish them. I think that's like, the best advice I can give because a bad small game that you have finished is still better than something that never leaves your computer. Right. Right. Uh, I, I just to cut you off, Niels, uh, apologies, but, um, I just wanted to ask, cause I forgot to mention or ask it earlier. How long has this game been in development? Two to three years, actually. <laughs> okay. No. Well, that's. I mean, granted that I've heard people who are like five, seven, you know, like crazy time uh, for it. So two to three is a pretty healthy uh, timeline. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's also not full time. Two to three years. That's also true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. You're full time now, though, right? But it was just at the start. Yeah. 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 Okay. That makes sense. And Niels, how how about you? Uh, let's hear a little advice, if you will. I think my advice is actually just to keep on going somehow. Whether you um, 
like if you want to get into the business somehow as as a game designer or sound designer or something just just keep on doing it uh, you will get tons of rejections and keep on and i think for for the the newest learnings that i've done myself is actually just starting this company and uh, like in the beginning we were so bad at talking to investors and publishers and mm. <laughs> we were really noob in many ways <laughs> Was it uh, was it more or less just practice makes perfect, or was there something that you did to to perfect that skill? It, it's probably also being in some really really awkward <laughs> meetings where we prepared ourselves well enough, so it was super embarrassing and really clear that we didn't know anything about what we were doing like very early on, and that sort of forced us to somehow think a bit more about everything. Like yeah. lots of things about how to get this game into the world and things like that. Well then, um, let's talk about getting this game into the world. This game is currently in development. For those listening, Ritmos is out there. It's coming 2022, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you liked anything you heard, and I'm sure you did because this sounds like a really cool game, I definitely recommend you go head over to their Steam page, wishlist the game so you're notified the minute it is up. And then you can also follow them on Twitter at Floppy Club. So that's F-L-O-P-P-Y-C-L-U-B, Floppy Club. Once again, to both Niels and Asgard, thank you so much for joining today. Thank you for, for inviting us. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.